Hello everyone, welcome back to Onik Shabbat. Here we will discuss Parashat Beha'alotcha. Parashat Beha'alotcha is a very full and intense parasha that I think takes us from one half of Sefer Bamidbar towards the next step of Sefer Bamidbar. So in the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, we see a lot of preparation. The Parashat Bamidbar, Nasol, we saw the Minyan, we saw the way Ali says prepared, how they walk around the Midbar, how they have to run their Machaneh. We spoke about last week. Here we see it actually starting. We're actually starting to move. Uh, we see that, for instance, in Perek Yud, Perek Yud talks about Vahiva Pasupid Aleph, Vahiva Shana Shanit, Bachodesh Shanit, Besim Lachodesh, Naala Hayanan, Meal Mishkan Hayedut. We see in Chodesh Iyar, in the second month, then the Anan moves and Am Israel is going to start moving as well. Now, what's the original plan here? The original plan, a uh, beautiful thing I heard from Rabbi Binun, is that we're meant to get to Eret uh, Israel in Chodesh Sivan, just like Matan Torah was in Chodesh Sivan, the Chodesh Shlishi. That is also um, the Knisa Aret will be in Chodesh Tivan. How do we know that? Because we see that they leave in Nisrim Lachodesh Hasheni. Which means they leave in Kaf Be'iyah. How long is the walk that we own? Sefer Dvarim. Sefer Dvarim tells us that Am Yisrael is on the bridge of Eretz Yisrael. Achad Asar Yom Echorev Deich Haseir, which means it takes 11 days. 11 days from the 20th of Iyah brings us right to the beginning of the Chodesh Hashlishi, right to the beginning of Chodesh Tivan, a year later. Which means a year after. Am Yisrael got Matan Torah, Am Yisrael gets meant to receive Eret Yisrael. Now, not only is that meant to be, but the war that's meant to be is meant to be a very different war than what we see in Sefer Yeshua. Sefer Yeshua is a war that has miracles inside it, like the falling of Chomot Ericho, like the rock coming down in Mount Bet Choron. But the Sefer was a war of face-to-face. Am Yisrael was in combat. Whereas, in the parasha here, we see a completely different war. In Pasuk Lamed Hei, it says, which means the Aron gets up, and when the Aron moves, then everyone moves. First of all, the Aron goes to war here. Is that something that we see, something that we don't see? That's another question. But here it says, which means once they see the, the Aron, then the Oivim just run away. There's no war. The Oivim scatter on their own. So we see there's a, there's a date that wasn't fulfilled in the end. We see that there was a way of war that wasn't filled in the end either. What happened? When did all of this break? The simple answer is that it all broke in Perek Yudalef. We started breaking in Perek Yudalef and reached the climax in the next, next parasha, in Chet HaMeregim, which we'll discuss next week, Be'ezrat Hashem. But it starts in Perek Yudalef, Ve'yam ki mit'oninim ra be'ozne Adonai, v'yishmad na ve'yichar rapo v'tivar b'meshanai v'tocha b'kizah machadeh. What exactly is the sin here? All it says is ki mit'oninim ra. Mit'oninim means something's bothering them, but what's bothering them? The Torah doesn't say, but it says, v'tivar b'meshashem. Now, if the Torah doesn't say what exactly was their sin, that the content of their sin isn't the ikar. The Torah doesn't say what they were complaining about, that doesn't matter. What matters is the mere fact that they were complaining. Why is this so significant? Let's compare it to what we see right before by Ibn Sarah on the parasha where Moshe talks to Chovah ben Reuel Amidini. He speaks to Chovah ben Reuel, tells him, come with us, you can be our enayim, you can help us. And notice the word tov, which he keeps using again and again and again. For instance, in Pesuk Lamed Bet, Three times in the same pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu uses the word tov to express what is awaiting Am Yisrael. Now, what happens in the end is not clear. It's not clear if he comes with them or doesn't come with them. In the beginning, he says he doesn't want to come. But afterwards, Moshe Rabbeinu said you should come and help us. It doesn't say if he came or didn't come. Obviously, the Torah doesn't say, then the answer is it's not the point of the story. The point of the story isn't to tell us if Chovah ben Reuel came or not, but rather to teach us about Moshe Rabbeinu. But Moshe Rabbeinu talking about all the tov. Moshe Rabbeinu awaits this journey of Eivim Saron, and he's imagining all the good that will come. 
What we see here, one of the most fundamental things that we'll see in Sefer Midbar is the distance between Moshe and Am Yisrael, where Moshe is in all of the Tob. Moshe sees everything coming. Moshe is in the Milchama, Ba'ebim Soa Aaron. The Am isn't there. Am Yisrael are way behind. Am Yisrael, Ve'yam ki mitonenim ra. What exactly is the content? Doesn't matter. Ve'yam ki mitonenim ra. Things are not so good. Moshe Rabbeinu is in all the Tob. The Am is with all the Ra. The idea being here that there's a distance between Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael and Moshe. And whereas Moshe might be ready for coming into Eretz Yisrael like this, the Am are not exactly in the same place. Am Yisrael still need to go through a deep process which they have not been able to go through. They started in leaving a Mitzrayim and Matan Torah in the mitzvot that have come since. But it turns out, as we'll find out through Sefer B'Midbal, that while they can come out of uh, slavery, it's very difficult to take the slaves out of them. Moshe Rabbeinu is in one place way up high. Am Yisrael is not there. Moshe Rabbeinu is ready to enter Eretz Yisrael. Be'ibim Saron. Am Yisrael still needs another long process to endure, which we'll see throughout Sefer B'Midbar until we see Sefer Dvarim when they can finally enter the land in Sefer Yehoshua. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.